No. No. Hello. 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 Anyway, um, so we just uh, got through Dune um, with the uh, with the <laughs> with the crowd here. Hey. Oh, hey, hey uh, some people stuck there. around. That's so wow. Well. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's all give it up for Dune. Let's really give it up for our service staff. So, guys, were amazing. Yeah, right? I mean, hey, really. Thanks, everybody. I, I wish I had gotten case. their names. Those ladies and gents did a really good job. So, thank you. So. Uh, well, just really quickly, I think we were trying to make notes when we were watching that because it's been a little while since I've seen it. But uh, I think Adam pointed something out very early in the film when uh, Virginia Mad- Madsen was giving her monologue, which is what. Oh, and she's like, and it starts to fade away. And she's like, oh. I forgot. Just one more thing. Just real quick. It just, just reminds me of like really oh, crap theater when the spot on comes on you and the guy's sitting there and he's like, oh, hi. I didn't see you sitting there. It's like that was your whole reason to be there was to tell us about it. You, like, know, what, oh, you sorry, know what it reminded me of? It's, a, it's a, what I call the Columbo technique. When oh, Columbo's okay. about to like walk away before he solves the crime or asks you know, something, he, he's like, oh, yeah, thanks a lot. And then he just goes. Uh, well, just one more thing, though. Oh, it was kind of just like that. And then she, she was fading out, and then she faded back in, and there she was. So obviously that was kind of attached at some point after the final cut was probably tried to be made. But um, uh, the music was really good. Um, and the reason why is it's not because of Toto, though. It's because of Brian Eno. Brian Eno, yeah. Because Brian Eno did the whole prophecy theme, and you could feel his whole musical influence throughout the film, I thought. Uh, Toto more so at the end credits with the dude, the kind of cheesy, and also the guitar riff uh, when Paul was riding the worm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you whispered to me uh, just at the beginning, like, this really is a darker version of Flash Gordon. Right. Which it pretty much is. Have you guys seen Flash Gordon? Okay, you got to watch Flash Gordon's, first of all. Uh, it's a super cheesy 1980s film where Queen did the soundtrack, and actually they have, a, there's a, they have an album out of Flash Gordon theme album and it's incredible so so i want to know so the people who've never seen it before especially the two young ones up there what do we think was it all right did it meet your expectations do you have any idea going into it what do they think freaked out did you say it was long can't talk right now oh uh, right yeah 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 not the baron not the terrifying baron with the stuff on his face the animals the baron yeah. was awesome yeah, the Baron was uh, the best. Really like good who, who doesn't want one of those little hover belts that he floats around? And I don't want the sores on my face or, you know, the uh, rampant psychoticness of him, but I really want the hover belt big time. Um, I thought it was interesting where you kind of got a juxtaposition of the two planets they were from. Uh, oh, the Atreides. And, and, yeah. Well, yeah, it was like they lived in Seattle. And then the Harkonnens lived in like an industrial version in of hell. No, it was Arrakis. It was Iraq. Yeah, they lived in hell, yeah, basically. They lived in so uh, that was kind of funny. I thought David Lynch did a good job with Paul's like iPad, right? I mean, that was a pretty good. Like he's <laughs> yeah. talking about like early eighty technology. What's going to stand the test of time? That thing that he was looking at the planets on reminded me of what we're using today. Uh, I did think it was really funny. The Spice Guild. They're supposed to be these really like technologically advanced, and then he's using like an old timey microphone. You know that you would see like old brother that George Clooney was singing it to, and that's what they used to talk with. Uh, what else did you have in your notes? Um, well, you knew the Harkonnens weren't gonna make it really from the very beginning because they're all gingers. <laughs> like the, it's a planet of gingers; they cannot succeed. But once again, the gingers will try and succeed. They'll try and take over the universe, but of course, they won't succeed. They're gingers, so. It's hard to get me to say anything disparaging about this movie because I, I do have a soft spot for it. Except for Aria was 
fucking ridiculous, right? That just should not have ever made the movie. Weird voice. I mean, voice. that was Alicia Witt. Well, it was a weird voice because Alicia Witt has a really bad lisp when she was that age, so they had to have some creepy old woman that had like a Bart Simpson voice come in I would have preferred, and like overdub it. I would have preferred a child's lisp. Yeah, it would yeah. have been more creepy. But what about that like Ricky Gervais moment where she's like standing out there outside <laughs> with a knife in one hand? Right. What, what was that about? Well, that's, yeah. I, mean. um, I think the last kind of thing that I have down here is, um, does anyone remember Quantum Leap, the TV show? So uh, I used to watch that show too, but uh, with Dr. Huey, right? Huey. But, the first time I ever saw Dean Stockwell was in June as Dr. Huey. And then the next time I saw him was as Al in Quantum Leap. And I never liked Dean Stockwell after watching June. So when he, he popped up on Quantum Leap, I was like, no, Scott Bakula, that's Dr. Huey. Don't fucking trust him. You can't trust him. Don't worry about the little tiny diamond on his face. He can't be trusted. But, I, uh, I spent a good part of that movie, too, wondering how old Max von Sadow is. Any of you guys have any idea how old he is? He, he must be because he looked 100 in that movie. And then The Force Awakens, he has that nice cameo. And he looks like he has, he, he's a vampire. He's a vampire that was turned at a very late age. It's like, shit. Well, he drinks, like, would have been awesome if he I was drinks from the same elixir as Christopher Lee used to. Because he oh, lived yeah. on and on and on for yeah, a long time. Yeah, that's true, too. Finally hit that cliff. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all we kind of have, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, thanks again for... Oh, hold, there's a question. Uh, no, he turned down the uh, role he, of Paul Atreides. There's a lot of really cool people that were meant to be in that movie that turned it down. But, man, was know, it the right decision? I don't know. They were probably happy then. Maybe not so happy now. Correct. But, uh, but thanks again, everyone, for coming out. Thanks for and, sticking around. Yeah, thanks for sticking around. And uh, headspaceinvaders.com. You can follow us on Twitter at hspaceinvaders. Um, and we're on Facebook, too. So thanks again. Thanks to Tabcade. And thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you.